This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the wide awake Desi. Oh, I'm so not wide awake. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Desi? Well, you know, I just woke up from a nap. He said, we have to record tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your butter dream with Mountain Dew slippers, but, you know. Mountain Dew and Pepsi. Oh, Mountain Dew and Pepsi slippers. Yes, Weird. yes. You bought them for me. Oh, well, at least that was nice. <laughs> Why else would they be Mountain Dew and Pepsi? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the butter came in because of you, too. So you thought it would be a nice touch for the slippers. Hmm. I will. I mean, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. I'll have to remember that. I'll get you some Mountain Dew and Pepsi slippers and some butter. Doesn't <laughs> no. that sound like a romantic idea? Maybe for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'll just make the slippers myself out of Mountain Dew and Pepsi bottles. You'll appreciate the craftsmanship. I'll pass. Okay. I'll pass. Okay. Definitely. Well, my first story, actually, I thought of you immediately reading Uh-oh. it. I did. Um, it's actually recent news. So okay. I don't know if you actually came across this because I could see you coming across this. Okay. So a Boston man um, made a post, I'm assuming on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook post. Okay. Trying to warn people about falling asleep with their headphones on. Really? I have not come across this. I'm very interested, though, because I fall asleep with headphones on I know. every I day. I know. And, and it has worried me before, but... I haven't worried too much, and now that I've read this, I'll be like, you can't sleep with your earbuds in. I've never said anything to mm-hmm. you, because I'm like, what are the odds? Well, these are the odds. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Brad Guthier, who detailed his bizarre experience in a Facebook post, went to bed Monday night listening to music, and he woke up Tuesday, shoveled snow for about an hour, and went inside to take a sip of water, but the water wouldn't go down, and he had to lean over the drain, um, or lean over to drain it from his throat. Okay. He so swallowed it or something? his son had suggested that perhaps he had swallowed his earbuds that because he crazy. had mentioned he couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And he went and got an x-ray, and he did. Swallowed his earbud. That's yep. crazy. Yep. So he'll be using, at nighttime, wired earbuds from now on. Yeah, I guess so. You lose your earbuds all the time. They're always everywhere. I always know where, in the general vicinity that I lost them, though. Until you fling it across the room. Yeah, what happens is it pops (laughs) out of my ear, lands on the blanket. I wake up in the morning, I throw the blanket off of me, and boom, the earbud goes flying across the room. I don't know why. Flashback, I used to sleep in the basement at my parents' house without... Well, they eventually built me a room, but this is what happens when you refuse to share a room with your sister. <laughs> you used to sli- sleep in the basement, and in mm-hmm. the winter in Minnesota, you get mice. Yeah. More in the country, lived, we, li- we lived in the country than you do in town, because I don't think we've ever had one here. We did live in town in one place, and well, we had a mouse. We've had mice here. We have? Early on, when we first moved in, I remember having, like, a mouse... Or a couple of mice in the kitchen or something at one <gasps> we point. Did. We definitely had mice in this house. We it's did. just been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, I think that was our first winter here. It might have been our first so winter I, here. Yeah. So um, 
But it just reminded me I fell asleep. I remember sleeping and something crawled on my hand and it startled me and I flung my hand mm-hmm. and something shut my bedroom door because I flung <laughs> it and it was a mouse. I had whipped a mouse off of me. Holy cow. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? But now, if that was happened now, it would probably be a hamster because we do have rodents in the house now. <laughs> Usually those scare out mice, though. Usually. Yeah. Rodents, dogs. Yeah. If we've had a dog. Cats. It might have been before we had a dog that we had mice. It was before. I think it was our first winter here, winter here so yeah, and it was the, the house was empty for a while. Yep. So, yeah. Now it's completely full, and if they're lucky to find little crumbs laying around, good luck, because the kids eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. So, so he just swallowed his earbud, huh? He just swallowed his earbud. Any and serious medical problems after that? Or no, it just lodged into his esophagus and it didn't go all the way down he barely noticed it was there i mean he felt the discomfort but clearly he couldn't even drink water that's so he had to go in because he was like okay Mm -hmm. something's going on and boom it was his earbud he swallowed that baby (laughs) that's crazy so i could i could see that happening i'm not saying i couldn't i have one instance in my life of an earbud that just disappeared and that was almost a year ago in a hotel room and we tore that hotel room apart and i never found it it was when we went up for anniversary last year you should have we tore that thing apart and i never did find it It was in a hotel room it's not like we're only there for one night not like there's a lot of stuff but never did find it next time that happens we'll have to like crank up the volume on your phone and maybe it's inside it. me yeah <laughs> be like maybe i ate an earbud my ear on your belly here <laughs> turn it up wait oh my god <laughs> i can hear it oh funny 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 i don't think i swallowed my earbud but. if you were to do that i would have you play some like yo gabba gabba like oh my gosh there's a party in my tummy <laughs> so yummy so yummy <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> I want to join the party, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, this is what else happens when you have kids. You know all the little crazy songs. Yes. Well, I'm not going to start off my first story by saying that it made me think of you. It in no way made me think of you. Oh, just, God. Just want to be clear. Like, I feel like I just make in a roundabout clear. way, it did. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. But I have a okay. question for you. Uh-oh. Have you ever... Wanted to kill somebody. (laughs) (laughs) You a couple times. There is a place in this country where you can get away with any crime. There's a place in this country? In this country, there is a place where you can commit any crime and there is no way for them to prosecute you. Puerto Rico? No, nope, it's actually in continental U.S. What? And the reason is because of a loophole between federal law and the Constitution. Okay. Washington, D.C.? No. In the most famous national park in the country, Yellowstone National Park. Okay. is located in three states, mostly in Wyoming, a little bit in Montana, and a 50-square-mile stretch in Idaho. Okay. Federal law states that if you commit a crime in a national park, it has to be tried by a federal 
it's a federal it's a federal crime. No matter what it is, it's got to be tried in a federal court, not a county court, not a state court. Has to be federal. So okay. if you commit a crime inside Yellowstone, it's a federal crime. The Constitution also states that if you commit a crime, you are you have to be put in front of a jury of your peers from the same district and state the crime was committed in. Okay, follow okay. me. Now, if you commit a crime in this fifty square mile stretch of Yellowstone are you trying to in tell Idaho, me you don't want to go to Yellowstone. No, this I do want to go to Yellowstone. <laughs> but anyway, just listen. <laughs> just listen. If you, you commit didn't do any too crime, much research about Yellowstone and the wrong kind. If you commit any crime in this fifty square mile stretch on the western side of Yellowstone Park, you would have to be tried in a federal court with a jury of people who lived inside this fifty square mile stretch of Idaho that has no residents. So they would not be able to assemble a jury. And so they could not try you for any crime. But they would try you. Uh, it would be like where crimes happen here mm-hmm. and they have to move the case because everybody knows of the case. Well, if there's they can't do that with a federal case. case, according to the Constitution. Now, this has been this was this is a loophole that was discovered in 2009. And multiple times since then, they've tried. Congress has tried to introduce it into other bills to change the law but they haven't successfully done it yet so it's still wide open that and nobody's ever practiced it even because this is a this is literally a a stretch of woods where there's no trails there's no i mean sure there i'm sure there's some trails but there's no roads there's no like we're not talking about a a populated area obviously there's nothing there and it's not even a a touristy portion of yellowstone it's just like a corner of it somebody die there no, you mean nobody practiced it, so it was just something somebody came somebody, across. A, a, a law professor at Harvard came across this loophole in the law, realized it was there, even brought it to Congress's attention, um, but nothing's been fixed as of yet. So still to this day, if you went to that portion and committed a crime, there's no way for them to try you. We are not going to Idaho this year. I would I would not want to go to that portion. There's nothing there. It's like it's not the cool portion of Yellowstone. It's just this tiny sliver strip all the way on the western side. There's nothing there. You say there. that now and he'd be like, I just have one thing to show. <laughs> <laughs> just want to show you. Come on. No. I just I happened to stumble across this and I'm like, that's kind of crazy. To do with me. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. I stumbled across it on I a YouTube video the actually. The future. <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to tell the future. You are kind of an asshole. Just <laughs> saying. Just saying. Anyway, it's it's known as the zone of death, by the way. So, zone of death in Yellowstone. The zone of death. The zone of death. My mouth was moving <laughs> still after that. It's really hard to do that when people can't see me. Yeah. Well. So that was my first story. Well, my first story. Just kidding. My second. <laughs> the man who drank radioactive juice until his bones crumbled and his jaw came off. He didn't drink an earbud too, did he? <laughs> no, that was the first guy. And that wasn't radioactive. Okay. Those were radio waves. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. It's close. I guess I kind of have a little bit of a, a similar kind, I have a theme. kind of a theme going there. So not really, because the last story isn't like that. I had to look to see what my last story <laughs> was. <laughs> but I knew. Okay, so March 1st, 1896. Oh, so, so this goes back a so while. So like, lo- like recent news. 
Obviously not. <laughs> Over a hundred years ago, <laughs> uh, French physician Henry Becquerel, it's French, okay. discovered the radioactive properties of uranium. Soon afterwards, it was found that polonium, uh, thorium, thorium, and radium emitted radiation too. Um, I was kind of, I had to reread radium three times because I'm like, wouldn't they already know this? I'm really confused by it when I read that. I'm like, radium? Yeah, it kind of sounds like it'd be something that would be radioactive. But yeah, I don't know. I would assume they already knew it gave radiation. But actually, maybe that's where the radiation comes from. But post, it was radium. And like, because I know, like, I took Ava to that play Radium Girls, and it was all about when they discovered that radium being used in whatever manufacturing was radioactive. So maybe that's how the word radioactive came about, is from radium. But that's what I thought. But I, reading this, it didn't seem like that. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was half awake when I was reading this, <laughs> too. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Before you could say it, now let's hang back a bit and see if anything um, gets, or if anyone gets cancer. Uh, people began creating products from Doramad radioactive toothpaste, radioactive cards you put in your cigarette packs um, to enhance the cigarette smoking while lowering tart and nicorette. So yeah. they were helping with gingivitis they I thought guess. it was a miracle <laughs> like a, a miracle discovery i'm it sure it also made your teeth glisten yeah pretty shiny. bunch of things you could do with it um one such product became a favorite of american sportsmen and socialite uh even buyers buyers had a steel um whatever and <laughs> i ain't even gonna try to say that um he had himself a reputation of being a bit of a ladies' man after winning the U.S. Amateur Golf Championship of 1906. Okay. In 1927, he fell off a bed on a train, and he had injured his arm, so um, which actually hampered his athletic ability and in the sexual department. Mm. Um, his doctor prescribed him a drink called Radiathor. For his pain. <laughs> and it was likely because the inventor of the drink, William Bailey, offered doctors money. So apparently that's not a new concept. <laughs> Just the <laughs> same thing they still do today. So That's funny. <laughs> and that was for every drink they prescribed. Um, Byers' pain cleared up. And whether it was coincidence or pl placebo, who knows. Mm -hmm. um, he attributed it to the radiothor. Uh, which was essentially radium diluted in water, oh. like cancered flavored Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yum. I remember like looking into like a bunch of stuff that radium was used for after I took Ava to that play because I was intrigued by it. And yeah, there is a lot of stuff that they, they oh, just yeah. thought it was this miracle cure for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And this was one like his arm. Yeah. Um. So he was convinced of this the drinks benefits and he told colleagues girlfriends he fed it to his horses his oh. race horses um for his own part he drank about 1400 half ounce bottles 
of the expensive drink. Holy cow. After several years of necking radiation, like it was going out of fashion, which it was yeah. because of cancer, mm-hmm. uh, he began to lose weight, get headaches, and many of his teeth began to fall out. Uh, his mm. He told his doctor that he had lost that toned-up feeling, um, which is fairly mild way of putting it, that your bones have begun to crumble. Mm-hmm. So, um, so in 1931, regulators began to wake up to the news that radiation is bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! Um, surprise! Um, they asked Byron or Byers if he'd like to testify at a hearing, and his lawyer actually had to write something up because he wasn't feeling up to it. And his whole upper jaw, except two front teeth, and most of his lower jaw had been removed. Holy cow. Um, and all the remaining bone tissue of his body was uh, disintegrating. There were holes oh. forming in his skull. Um, and then eventually he learned he had terminal cancer at the age of 51, or he died at the age mm-hmm. of 51. At which point, only six of his teeth had remained, and he was buried in a lead coffin. To protect, yeah. Yep. Following his death, many other doctors, um, the real kind, not the ones who would prescribe deadly toxins Hmm. for mild injuries. So the kind that don't exist anymore? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They testified (laughs) that the ill effects of radiation leading in the end of the radioactive quackery industry... The inventor of the drink, of course, you know, mm-hmm. denied all that. Of course. He ended up dying of bladder cancer in 1949. And they discovered that when medical uh, researchers, they dug him back up 20 years later. And his insides, well, he was still warm. Let's just put it that Holy way. Holy cow. 20 years later, That's his body crazy. was still warm. It's so hilarious how that story just like you take like the the oxycotton thing and just repeated itself like yeah, company pedal cotton isn't gonna make you feel no warm no it's not I'm just die. how it's it was it was peddled teeth. to doctors <laughs> it was peddled to doctors as this is not addictive it's this is you can't become addicted to but it that's, that's how it was pushed and here it's one of the most addictive things out there and just like crazy but oxy's been around. Like, long before doctors were pushing it. Oh, I understand that. But, like, when... Just in a different form. Yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying when... When Pfizer developed developed into into a pill, their whole spiel was, this is non-addictive. And that's what they would tell doctors to tell their patients. This is non-addictive. This is what you should should be prescribing because it's non-addictive. That's why they've been sued. Like, they just had this big settlement for billions of dollars over this. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That's yep. crazy. Crazy what we used like things they used to do with radioactive material. Well, at least it wasn't or re- er, addictive. Well, no, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. It might have been. Maybe it, it very was well might have because been. if he constantly drank it yeah. like And I mean as much as you want to say, you know, this look at this guy what he did to his own life. I mean, it all started with listening to a doctor, you know, and obviously it didn't end it that way, I'm sure, but you know, it's sad. Yeah. Well, the stuff was in toothpaste, though, too. Yeah, yeah. So. And all kinds of things. Crazy. All right. My next story is a kind of a combination of a couple of different stories. 
Uh-oh. First one is a story that caught my eye. It's a very short and sweet little story. Uh, okay, not sweet. <laughs> it's not sweet at all. Somebody dies. <laughs> but it's oh, a short story. Short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this I is feel like that's going to be at the me in the middle of the summer. It was a short and sweet life. This is from just a few months ago. Um, Evan Thomas Silva, 26 years old, he died. Um, he was struck by shrapnel from a cannon. Oh my God! Is this the baby gender reveal? This is this is a baby gender reveal. Yes, the you know, shrapnel from a, a, a gender reveal party in Michigan. Um, there were a bunch. He was you know 15 feet from the cannon when it went off. Shrapnel hits him. Doesn't hit anybody else, but he he dies. Well, he's standing there yeah. with his. I'm assuming pregnant girlfriend. It, it, no, actually, he was um, at the party. He wasn't one of the parents. Oh, for some reason, so. see, I didn't actually read it. It was kind of, somebody was talking yeah. about it, and I was like... No, that's not that interesting a of a story, idea. but I've heard this a number of times with things happening, so I looked into it a little bit about, you know, this new trend of accidents happening at gender reveal parties, and it's a lot of them. Well, people are doing crazy things. They are, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Like, from what I was reading in a bunch of articles I found, like, the... Th- it didn't really become a fad until about 2008. People started getting to this idea. And a, lot, a lot of it has to do with posting on social media and things like that. But, uh, you know, having a gender reveal party. And just in the last, like, three years, there's, there was a forest fire started in Arizona that literally destroyed a thousand homes mm-hmm. on a gender reveal party. There is a plane crash in Texas uh, they hired they hired hired the pilot to fly up and dump 350 gallons of pink water out of pink the plane. Water and it displaced the weight so much in the plane when he dumped it that he felt out of control and the plane crashed. <laughs> so the plane was in a plane that would carry water. It wasn't like a water carrier because there no, are no, no, it wasn't. That. No, that's the problem. Okay, it that's wasn't just, like a water carrier. Oh it was gosh. just a plane rigged up for it Why that shouldn't have been doing. Have it. balloons in there and open the pearly gates. That's what for I don't understand. to fall. I'm totally cool. You want to do a gender reveal party where you th- have some balloons or something little? Use some common but sense. But they are people are just going. There was a grandmother I was reading about who. Um, how did she? I don't remember how she died. She died as well. It was like some kind of close to the cannon thing, but I think this was more of like a pipe bomb that was going to go off and confetti <gasps> was going to come out with the color and like the grandma at the party dies because she's hit with stuff out of this pipe bomb. Like, Ugh. I just think it's an absolute crazy, like little stupid tradition that we're, everybody's trying to what one up to just the next person. The, like cut into the cake and because that's kind of where it started yeah. with the cake yeah. and then people are just going bigger and bigger and bigger. I just, I don't, I can't, I mean, I guess I can understand that you want to celebrate. And it's, it's definitely something to celebrate. Um, but I've never really understood celebrating the announcement of the gender. Like, doesn't seem that. Because everybody wants to know. Well, not everybody, but most people want to know. It's like an exciting thing. I guess. I guess. I just, I just think it's crazy how it's escalated to this incidents where constantly everywhere you know every couple of months there's an incident of somebody getting hurt or people dying or it's like a forest fire started in arizona because of i'm it. sure if it wasn't for like things like youtube with the oh no that's exactly thing, where it's coming from it would just it would have remained it at 
cakes. Yeah, but now it's like not only do I want to do this thing and I want a f- I want to film it and I want to get a million views on it and I want to you know you want it to go viral. Yeah, yeah. So so if you are doing what everybody else is doing, it's not gonna go viral. Yeah, no, I suppose not. I suppose so. You got to think of the next best. Thing, yeah. so big thing. who knows what we'll hear in the next six months of people um, doing really people, stupid Stacey, things. People, use some common sense. I mean, the canon thing, that was a little crazy. Like, I could see if you thought it was, but I don't think, I think it was a homemade canon even. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It, w- it wasn't like a so an actual canon. If, if but it you was. were not meant to make a canon because you were not an engineer mm-hmm. in that if, division... Don't if you really want to do something like that, hire an expert. Hire, you know, I mean, there are well, what about companies the guy with that the do water? this kind of stuff. Okay, hire an expert that knows what they're doing. Make <laughs> like, a quick buck. Don't you don't hire you know Jimmy down the street who happens to have a Cessna. <laughs> like, Why not? Because <laughs> he doesn't know how to fly it with 350 gallons of water. <laughs> but I like Jimmy. He's a decent guy. I'd rather give my money to Jimmy. Mm. That's what people are doing. Just. Make Jimmy, sure. Jimmy's cheap. That's why. Well, Jimmy's dead. <laughs> Jimmy. Actually, no. I think the pilot survived. But anyway. thank God. Anyway. But well, my last story is a travel story. Ooh. But you can't travel there. Hmm. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you can, but you can't stay there overnight. I mean, okay. Maybe you could. I wouldn't. So. Hans Island, Hans Island. It's Denmark, ringing a bell, but Canada. I, don't, I don't, don't, no idea. So there's this long disputed island that Denmark and Canada uh, claim by peri- periodically alternating flags and a bottle of liquor. Oh, I have heard about this. Did we cover this? Previously? No, I don't think so. Okay. You but said I've it in a way where I'm it. like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's, it's something I'm familiar with. I'm not deeply familiar with, but I'm familiar with it. Well, I thought it was just kind of interesting because you can't live there. You can't stay there. Mm-hmm. There's no hotels. Nothing it's really a big there. rock yep. with a little bit of like ice on it, around it, mm-hmm. not even on it. It's just a big rock. Um, but yet Denmark and Canada are fighting over this land and it's in the Arctic so you probably wouldn't want to stay there anyways. Mm-hmm. There's no oil reserve, no natural gas. There's nothing there I wonder that's if, profitable. I wonder if Canada claims it and then Denmark comes along and claims it and Canada says, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, they're always this sorry. this is Denmark. Yeah, I know. Aren't, isn't Denmark the land where Amsterdam's in Denmark, right? Yeah. Yeah. So aren't they like high? Yeah, I'm sure, but you know. Well, it explains why it's a friendly war. I guess so. I mean, you got <laughs> Canada, who's super friendly and always sorry, and Denmark, who's too stoned to care. To care. But they want it, so they care enough, but not enough. Hmm. So, um, that's not that was our made up version of it. Yes, of course, <laughs> not the truth. Fake news. <laughs> um, but this has been going on for thirty years. So that's it, huh? 30 years. Well, it's been going on longer since like World War Two. But or the dispute has. Mm -hmm. But for the passing of the flag in the bottle and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, um, that's been going on for 30 years. Now it just seems like kind of a 
a thing, Something like a fun, funny a, a fun thing. thing to do between two countries. So I'm sure, it. I'm sure, but but it, it's friendly banter is more mm-hmm. or less what it is. Um, so the every once in a while, some Canadian will go switch out the flag mm-hmm. and leave a bottle of schnapps, and Denmark will come along, or no, Canada leaves Canadian club. Okay, makes and sense. And then. Denmark comes along and switches it all out for schnapps and okay. their flag. Yeah. Um, so it's still obviously an unresolved battle between them. There are suggestions on how f- they are to move forward with it, but I brought it to the table because I thought it was kind of interesting that there's this chunk of land mm-hmm. that they're fighting over, but yet... There's nothing there. There's no war. Yeah. I bet there would be, and it'd get a lot more serious if one of the two countries went and plopped a building down. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, how would you even... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That would be a place you fly into, because just looking at it... Yeah, there's It's high. There. The rock is, like, high up yeah. out of the water. Looks like a couple hundred feet. There's no plantation. Yeah. It's a rock in the ground. With ice around it because it's in the Arctic. Yeah. So, but I just thought it was kind of cool. Like, oh, look, they're at war. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting over a piece of land. And they're trading out schnapps and whiskey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish all all wars were done like that. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought that was kind of cool. I was trying to find a picture with the flags, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. All righty. My last story. Dun, dun, dun. My last story is about a man named Paul Grisham. I thought you were going to go Paul Revere. Paul Grisham. In uh, 1967, he was in the Navy, and he was he worked as, as a weather forecaster at a science station in Antarctica. Okay. So kind of a cool place to be, I thought. Cool. Ha, ha, ha. I feel like I know what you're going to say. He was, um, he was there for about 18 months. Last week... They found his wallet. They found his wallet. <laughs> this is a cool story. I didn't read the story. I just happened to come across it. And I'm like, yeah, the earbud's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool story. It was, uh, he, the guy completely did not remember losing his wallet. It's not like this guy went and found his wallet or tried to find his wallet. Do it, you ever remember losing anything? I guess not, no. When you go... Have you seen... He's currently... You don't remember, actually, in the process of losing it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's 91 years old, and it just happened to show up in his mailbox one day. That's crazy. And it did that um, because this group of people, um, they run a nonprofit called... Hold on a sec. I lost it. The Indiana Spirit of 45. It's this nonprofit that does things to help to try to just promote wellness among former soldiers and stuff like that. Soldiers? And people, well, former military people. Okay. And he was military in he was Antarctica? In, he was in the Navy when he was in Antarctica, yes. He was in the Navy uh, working as a weather forecaster. Okay. Um, they actually s- assigned there to help out with civilian scientists, helping them forecast the weather as they did whatever they were doing. Okay. Anyway, um, this group has n- knows somebody that was purchasing a building in Antarctica, and they were demolishing the building, and they found a bunch of stuff from old old military stuff. So they decided to try to track 
the owners of these things down. And this is the second person, actually, who's received something from back then. Um, the first person is family got it because he was no longer alive but i thought it was really cool like inside this wallet was his driver's license a tax withholding statement a recipe for homemade kalua oh my god i need that i need that um there was a beer ration punch card so they were rationed beer at the time on on the base and he had a little punch card um there were receipts for money orders that he sent home for his wife and uh, receipts for poker winnings that he had won on the base. Crazy. So, yeah, and it was really cool. They had a, they had pictures of him and his wife, well, not, not his wife at the time, but his new wife, who they've been together for like 16 years. He's 91 years old. Um, pictures of him opening up the wallet and looking at everything and kind of going through the memories, and I thought that was really cool. That is cool. It would like, be, I would love to stumble across something like that, even from if it was from my childhood type like thing, like to stumble across something with pictures and an ID and like, that's really kind of cool. Well, it's to funny you even say think that back and too. Remember. Like probably a few months ago, I remember when I was a little kid, we did a time capsule at the school okay. that I went we to. We did one too, but I don't Mine remember Mine wasn't up here that I remember, but we did a t- time capsule and I went home and this is, I was such a weird child. I went home and I'm like, I want to do a time capsule. Mm-hmm. So I took some of my toys and I dug them, put them in a metal tin mm-hmm. box. Yeah. Like a lunch pail, but something smaller. And I buried it. Mm-hmm. Well, two weeks later, I dug it back <laughs> up. <laughs> just to kind of, I wanted to check it out. And then I put it back in the ground. And in my mind, I remember exactly where I buried it. Like but I wonder there? if it's still there. Hmm. I want to like go knock on the people's door and be like, yeah, I know you said we could come look at the house because you were planning on changing it, but you it burnt down and you completely <laughs> built from new, so it's going to look nothing like my old house. Yeah. But there's this spot in the backyard that I want to go to on the property line by the trees back there. Take a metal detector back there. We have one. And <laughs> and see if I can find this metal box I buried as a kid because yeah. it was my time capsule. I don't even know what I buried. I feel like there would be like Garfield trinkets hmm. in there and we should go knock on a people's door. Obviously after COVID. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's the same people cuz they were yeah, an older couple very well might not a be. long time ago when we moved up But something here like that, especially in an area like that, where people are pretty friendly and stuff. I those bet. people are from the cities. Oh, well, still, I think they'd think it was cool, even if, you know, unless they've done... They seemed pretty nice. Unless they've done no some kind of, like, extravagant landscaping. Or and don't sold want you the house to somebody. But, I mean, there are times that people knock, I grew up in this house. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I'm not even asking to look around in the house. I want to go to this spot in the it's backyard. This spot in the backyard. Just to kind of see how dorky of a child. That'd be a cool little trip. And what fun. if there was nothing there? Because I did dig it there. up, and who knows? Maybe I dug it up a third time and decided I didn't want to bury my toys. Yes. <laughs> so That's I have probably no what clue I what done. was in there. And I could see me leaving a letter, too. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> funny, 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 funny. Well, if you would like to leave us a letter, you can send us an email to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. It's all kinds of letters. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But specific ones, and those ones spell out outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. I have no comment. There's even some punctuation in there. 
Anyways, <laughs> you can also come to Facebook and let everybody know that Alan is not the funny one, clearly, mm. <laughs> at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Leave some letters there. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> Even the word Twitter is missing some letters. But anyway, that's Outlandish Casts. Twitter's Twitter. missing letters? I don't know. It's not Noel. No. <laughs> Although there is Noel in in <laughs> Landish Outcasts. Yeah. Or in podcasts either. Yeah. Hmm. Could be our theme song. <laughs> Just be. kidding. Otherwise you can come to Instagram at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Definitely follow us there. Like and share it all. Or leave a rating or review in whatever application you are listening to this podcast on. Especially if you're listening on Spotify. I've been watching it lately. You've been watching Spotify? Is Spotify this numbers. Like this, is this like my new stock market obsession? No, not no? it's not okay. nearly that bad. Mine's not that bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My gosh. Anyway, we will back be back in a couple of weeks. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.